0: you <laughs> investigators and welcome back to our video podcast Into the Darkness where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Cold Warning. It was written by Scott D. Anielowski and updated to the 7th edition by Oscar Rios and Tim McGonagher and it's available from Golden Goblin Press. I'm your Game Master and this is Episode 4. The recap will be given by Ian Christensen as his character Professor Frank Stamp. So, Without any further delay, let's continue our journey
1: into the darkness. Ian? Dr. Henry Armitage, head librarian, Miskatonic University, Arkham, Massachusetts. Dear Dr. Armitage, it's been a while since I've written and for that I apologize. I continue to enjoy my sabbatical from the university and I am still working with Detective Carroll and Mr. Lopez as a consultant with their agency. In fact, that is exactly what has led me to write this letter to you today. They recently took on a job from one Dr. Trenton Herod, and if I know you, then that name is already ringing a bell. Yes, it is indeed the same Dr. Herod who was found frozen to death in his Arkham office the other morning. You've had your your finger on the pulse of the weird in Arkham since before I was born, so I won't repeat what you've surely read and heard by now but suffice to say that it was at least as weird as it must sound. The man wasn't just frozen, but flash-frozen at his desk in a way to suggest that he was in motion as it happened. What can do that to a man? I'm afraid we may soon find out. Dr. Harrod hired my associates to find Mrs. Marilyn Sutton, also of Arkham. Her husband, Joseph Sutton, had died not long ago of an apparent suicide. We have little doubt that he was in fact killed by his own brother, Stuart. Who the widow has apparently run off with. We've traced them to a hunting lodge in Hudson, Maine, that belonged to the Sutton's father before he died. Talking to some of the local Algonquin people, we've heard several tales of the spirits, also called the Manitou, that inhabit all natural things. One particular tale, however, that stood out made mention of Misquamacus, a powerful Wampanoag shaman who is said to have already been reincarnated no less than six times. The man who shared this tale doesn't believe the sorcerer to currently be alive, but said that if he were to return, it would be bad for everyone. Of course, folk tales will be what they are, but the nature described of his gestation and rebirth reminded us disturbingly of some strange physical evidence that we had found at the Sutton residence in Arkham in the form of some very strangely soiled sheets and linen. Unfortunately, as we approached the lodge, which is called Winterhaven by the way, Ricky drove us into a snowbank and we were forced to abandon the car and hike the rest of the way up. Fortunately, Dr. Burke had had the foresight to purchase snowshoes for all of us back in Bangor. Oh, I'm sorry, Ricky Rand is a lawyer from Arkham who is tasked to deliver a very important letter to Mrs. Sutton. And Dr. Jonathan Burke was an associate of Dr. Harrods. He's also done some lecturing at the university so you may already know of him. They both seem decent fellows, and as weird as this case is getting, frankly glad to have their company. Anyway, the lodge seems cozy enough for the frozen wasteland that is Maine at this time of year, and the staff, a young native couple called Achak and Hurrit, are very friendly. We've met Stuart briefly just this evening, but he seems quite aloof. There has been no sign of Maryland thus far, but we will continue looking very soon. We have rented their remaining three rooms and met with the other guests. There's Dr. Quentin Wentworth, Quentin Wentworth General Practitioner, <coughs> an apparent wise guy using an alias of Dominic Strollo and his young and wild daughter Rose. A gentleman by the name of Arthur Burgess, who doesn't seem to want to be bothered by us. And hunting with Stuart Sutton were Mr. Jack Pierce and Carlos Montoya. Steve and Leo would join them on the hunt in the morning, while I presume the rest of us will stay at the lodge and see if we can find any evidence of Marilyn or her fate. It is late now, but I wanted to pen this letter to you, informing you of where I am and what is going on around me. If the worst should happen, at least there will be some recounting of our tale and evidence of our whereabouts. I will try to get this letter to the Hudson Post Office in the morning, but for now, I plan to join my companions in the common room for some brandy and conversation. Sincerely yours, Franklin Stamp, Professor of Anthropology from the Winter Haven Hunting Lodge near Hudson, Maine.
0: Excellent. All right, so as you, you may recall, Steve and uh, Leo are uh, with the rest of you, and the, the two of you have looked out, and you've seen Hewitt go by the window outside the building. Um, she's dressed in furs, obviously, because it's cold, um, but you're, you're pretty sure it was her. It's her height, her, her complexion. And for just a moment, the light from the inside of the lodge shined on her, end, and she, she seemed to be going somewhere.
2: Like on the front veranda or on the back?
0: Uh, on the side of the, the building itself, you can see her go by. Oh, well, you've
2: got the two wings, right? Yeah. And then I thought there was uh, like a veranda because it's octagonal on the front and the back.
0: Right. Um, uh you would see it more more on the side. Uh she would have probably gone out of the kitchen door. Oh, let me explain.
3: Uh could we make out what she was wearing or it was just too brief of uh, a view? It
0: looked like, you know, just winter clothes. It looked like a, a fur, you know, thing around her shoulder and it looked like she was carrying something.
2: So I'm gonna head for that door on whichever side that is, and try to intercept her. See if she needs some help or if everything's
3: all right. Okay.
0: And um, go ahead.
3: I say I think it's uh, things have been weird enough that uh, Leo's gonna head with Steve just as kind of uh, backup
0: support. And the the party is of course still sort of going on. Um, I believe. Uh, uh, Rose was scolded, and she ended up going upstairs. And uh, her father is up there, so it's just awesome. that stuff. Yeah. And
3: Ricky's last night on earth.
0: Uh, Quentin, <laughs> uh, Doctor Wentworth uh, is smoking a cigar and drinking brandy. Uh, Arthur Burgess uh, is, you know, over in a corner uh, reading quietly, not really participating in the, the festivities. Uh, Mr. Pierce and Mr. Montoya are laughing and carrying on and telling the stories of Boston and their first experience hunting. All right, so you're going to head over towards the, the door. Um, you said trying to head her off?
2: Well, just whichever direction she's seemed to be heading... Okay. That just didn't doesn't seem like she's collecting firewood for everybody here
0: right all right um, all right so you get to the door and you go out and uh, what you see is that she would have come along the side of the building from the kitchen and that there is a small path through the snow going towards the woods uh, she's probably about 30 feet from you and walking away from the main lodge. You can also see that there is a cabin uh, in the woods, uh, maybe a hundred feet from the lodge. Um, You can actually see that there are a number of cabins, probably for guests also. Um, But the one that she's heading towards, there's a light on and she's carrying something in her arms It looks like it might be bedsheets.
4: Yep.
2: All right. I'm going to head back in and grab my coat and make sure my trusty sidearm is in the pocket. (laughs)
3: Leo's going to do likewise.
0: Okay. Um, I'd like you both to do a stealth roll.
2: Oh, stinking stealth rolls. There was a lot of debate as I was rolling this character up about whether to, to actually take stealth. I'm glad I did. I failed, I but failed. I did take it.
0: Okay. <clears throat> well, it just means that you can't help but be noticed. Um, sure. You're noticed by, by some of the other guests. You're noticed by your friends. Um,
3: oh, are we noticed by a hear it?
0: Uh no, she's she's already outside. We've come back. No, but
2: uh, uh, okay. uh what about?
0: Um he sees you putting on your jackets, uh but he's not the kind of person that interferes. Just
2: thought you're... I'd take a nice stroll in the fresh air.
1: <laughs> is, <laughs> is everything okay?
2: Yeah. I say in such a way as to not be telling the entire room, but uh, mm-hmm. there seems to be a little cabin with a light on nearby. And sure it's taking some sheets up there.
1: Ah, okay. Well, I'll join you. Let me grab my coat.
2: Just a
3: walk in the evening air. And if, if any of the other guests ask, I think we can probably just say that we're well, we're doctor, walking, down the, walking down to the car to grab some things we needed.
0: Dr. Quinton is like you're all crazy <laughs> going out <laughs> in the cold. Uh, you'll catch some horrible virus.
4: I'm staying in the lodge.
0: I'm, I'm staying. Somehow we kind of figured that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Burke, Oh, you're muted.
5: I'm going with them.
0: All right. So it's a whole party of people walking out. Um, Well, since all of you are (laughs) are putting stuff on, uh, Achak uh, comes over to you and he says, well, if you're, if you're going outside, it's very cold. Don't stay out too far. Don't, don't stray too far. You can get lost in the woods.
2: Yeah. Understood. Thanks, Acha. We won't be long.
0: All right. So you get to the back door <clears> or the <throat> side door, uh, and you step outside, and it's, it's very cold. You can all do constitution rolls.
2: You made it. Standard it's success.
1: All right. I got a hard success. It must be the brandy.
0: Yeah. Which actually probably makes it worse <laughs> Physi- physiologically. Um, you feel it less, but um, all right, so you're all outside. You can see the light from the cabin through the woods. By now here it's past the tree line and probably to the almost to the cabin by now.
2: That's all right. I don't necessarily want her to hear. In fact, just squeaking snow might be enough.
0: Yeah, she couldn't hear.
2: Okay, we'll start making our way up
3: that way, just following her path. Once we get closer, maybe uh, Steve and I can approach from one way, and Professor uh, Stamp and Dr. Burke can can kind of come from another angle, see if we can both see uh, inside, both groups can see inside the cabin from different approaches?
5: Absolutely.
1: See, I'm, Leo, we've 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 discussed this kind of thing before. If you're <laughs> gonna split me off with someone else, I'd rather be with either you or Steve. <laughs> no offense to Dr. Burke, but um, you know.
2: Well, and uh, I'm picturing I'm picturing a snow trail, like a beaten path. Yes. Versus, is. like, to veer off, if there isn't an an established trail, yeah. is going to be a very obvious set of
0: footprints.
1: And you're going to have to blaze. I I assume he meant once we reached the cabin, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So, uh, the going is difficult. Um, but as long as you stay on the trail, um, it's already been beaten down. It looks to you like it's been beaten down a couple of times. Um, uh, even since last night, uh, the, the trail of, uh, uh, the, bl- the blizzard. Um, so this must be something that Hewitt uh, and possibly other people walk back and forth. Um, when you're about halfway to the cabin, Huret reaches the cabin and you can see the door open for a moment and she goes inside. Everybody do a spot hidden.
3: Made it.
1: I have a hard success.
3: Just made it.
0: All right. Made it. Uh, when, you, uh, when you're standing there, at, or when you're walking, and the door opens... Uh, you see that the door is held open by another woman. Uh, you don't get a good look at her. Uh, she's dressed rather um, I want to say starkly almost professional uh, in a professional manner. Uh, you get the the impression like she's a a nurse, but she's a middle aged nurse. Okay, and she holds the door open for Huret for a moment, and here it comes inside, and she closes the door behind her. And
2: it wasn't didn't appear to be Marilyn, who we saw pictures of back at their
0: house. You don't think so? She looks too old for Marilyn. Okay.
2: Well, let's see what's going on up there.
3: So, uh, Professor Stamp, are you with uh, Steve then? And I'll I'll, uh, I'll go with Dr. Burke. Maybe can, sure. Can we see if uh, are there any windows that we can see from the front, or does it look, there's are there any windows in the cabin at all?
0: Uh, there are small windows to the sides and one in the front. However, they seem to be uh, well curtained. Uh, there's light leaking out, which is what you could see from from back at the, the uh, lodge. Um, but until you get close up to them. Uh, you won't be able to really peek into them. You'll have to find a place where you can see through that.
3: What do you guys think?
2: Well, I think we should follow the trail up and uh, be cautious on the front porch and maybe move around the cabin from there. But I just want to see if there's enough gap in the main window to peek in.
5: I'd like to head around the back part. See if there's a back door or a back window. Make sure there's nothing hiding back there.
0: All right. All right. So as you guys are uh, moving, you're now maybe within 10 feet of the house instead of the cabin. um, And you're getting ready to sort of spread out around the cabin. Um, uh, You suddenly hear rather quick crunching of snow behind you and um, uh, Achak uh, is running up behind you and he's like, gentlemen, gentlemen, no, no, please, no. Um, we have orders from Mr. Sutton that uh, they're not to be disturbed. Please. Uh, uh-huh. if, if you'll please come back to the uh, lodge with me.
2: Who's they, Achak? You um, said there wasn't anyone else here.
0: I I, I didn't say such a thing, no. Um, Yeah. uh, Please, please come back to the cabin. Um, uh, Mrs. uh, Mrs. Sutton, uh, uh, Mr. Sutton's uh, sister-in-law is, is very ill. Uh, She's not to be disturbed. Uh, She has a personal nurse. Please, please come back.
5: If she's ill, I'm a doctor.
0: Uh, You'll have to clear that with Mr. Sutton. Uh, She, uh, she needs to be left alone. Oh, wait, I hear a scream. No, please, please come back.
3: I, I, I think I heard it as well. Anyone else?
5: I think I need to go and check and make sure she's okay.
0: Uh, gentlemen, please. Uh, uh, you're not supposed to be here.
3: Mm-hmm. That's, that's How she, apparently? Well, we'll take responsibility for it. In fact, we didn't even see you. Yeah, let's.
2: uh, I need to make sure that um, Mrs. Sutton is okay. This is the first I've heard of a Mrs. Sutton from you.
5: And in fact, Mr. Sutton
0: said there's no women here. No, you asked if he had a wife. Uh, He does not have a wife. Uh This is his sister in law. And she's. She's being, she's under medical care, please.
2: I think I need to make sure that she's all right then. And I head back, head towards the cabin.
1: Yeah. Come on Chuck. Let's go, let's go have another brandy. He hasn't had a brandy, has he? I think, I think he, he had a little
2: one. one he had a little yeah. one. He had a short one.
1: I'll kind of uh, walk over and put my arm, uh, comfortingly around his shoulders Uh, mr stamp uh uh mr
0: sutton will will discharge us from this because this is the only job that we have you're you're threatening my wife and myself our, our 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 livelihood uh please please tell your friends to come back well
1: um they're more like acquaintances and they can be really really um forceful if they don't get their way. Very dangerous men in fact, um, you know. Um, He seems extremely upset
0: um, but you can tell it's because he's afraid of losing his
1: job. I mean, you know, worst case worst case scenario, if Mr. Sutton hears about this and is upset, you can just say that they threatened you. I, I, I'd be willing to corroborate that story.
0: It, it might not make any difference.
3: Can can we tell if Ashok believes what he's saying or if he's trying to hide something?
1: I, I'm trying to buy you a few moments so you guys can get in the house. Go in yep. the go in the, uh, the cabin.
3: Go in.
0: Yeah, because he's he's alone with Achak at this point. All right. Okay. So you guys are at the cabin. Um. Are you still going to peek through the window first?
2: No. Knock on the door. Marilyn, are you in there?
0: Okay. Um, you knock on the door. Uh, for a moment, there's there's not much noise, but you can already hear squeaking of floorboards and so forth inside. And all of a sudden, um, some rather heavy-sounding footprints or foot footfalls um, head towards the door. And the door suddenly swings open rather abruptly, and um, a woman is standing there. Uh, As I see, she's dressed rather severely. She looks like a severe woman, and she says, who are you? Get away from here.
2: Steve Carroll, private investigator, and I try to push my way
0: into the the room. Marilyn? Marilyn Sutton? Are you in here? Marilyn is very ill. Please. And she puts her hand on your chest and shoves. Uh Fortunately, we have a doctor with us. How Uh, dare you? How dare you?
2: Yeah. And I try to um, allow the shove to pass me and get into the room. Um, I mean, if she's body checking me, then it's a dodge, but.
0: Uh, no, she's a rather strong woman. (laughs) She's not a frail little woman. She's a, she's a rather powerful looking woman. Um, Frow. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have you do a strength check.
2: I got... That would be a hard success.
0: Okay, I got an O3. Well,
2: wouldn't you just?
0: <laughs> she's, she's going to manhandle you um, <laughs> back out the door and and she's quite how dare you Get out of here.
2: Marilyn Sutton, you have friends here.
5: Nurse, I am a doctor. I outrank you. Get
0: out of here. And she tries to slam the door.
2: Yeah, I'm in the doorway
3: unless I've been. Is there room for for Leo to help Steve kind of get through the door?
0: Sure. Yeah, I think the two of you could easily...
3: So at this point, we're Yeah, at this point then I think Steve and I are both kind of barging. Our
0: entry, yeah. All right. Um You shove open the door and uh what you see is um there is uh there's a fire going in the fireplace. Um uh there's a a place in the corner, obviously where the nurse was perhaps sitting. Um curate has is is coming out of uh, a bedroom part of it um uh looking rather distressed by all the, the commotion that's going on and she has in her hands uh bedclothes uh that have black stains all over them and she looks quite distressed um Professor Franklin, uh, do a listen roll.
1: Professor Stamp. Professor yes. Stamp. <laughs> Franklin Stamp. Professor wow. Stamp. Uh, no, I rolled a 97.
0: Okay. So you're. Which, you're um, you continue think... to distract Achak.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: okay, that's right. not, a,
1: not a critical fail. It's just a fail.
0: All right. Um, the nurse now becomes incensed. And uh, she's going to try to battle you just a little bit, uh, but she sees how many of you there are and that she can't really do anything. So after just a moment of, you know, get out of here, get out like this, that she, uh, she sort of uh, backs up a little bit. And um, I would like Dr. Burke to do a spot hidden Forcing your way past. Her. Hard success. All right. You notice something very, very subtle when she's got her hands and she's pushing on the doctor. You can see track marks on her arm, right here.
4: hmm Okay.
0: I, it's something that that you would recognize immediately, but uh, maybe other people might not this point
5: um well they will as soon as i reach out and grab her arm and go is
0: it standard and She's not she's not really near you so okay you just sort of notice um all right you you bust into the room um uh, is uh upset but she's just backed up against the wall with this bundle of linens in her in her hand all right um, i'm
2: i'm making for the bedroom door
0: yeah okay and the nurse is still... Uh, uh, Mr. Sutton is going to be extremely upset.
5: Yeah. All right. Yes, as soon as we make sure his sister-in-law is safe, we will return to the Of lodge. course
0: she's safe. That's why I'm here. I'm helping to take care of her. I mm-hmm. hardly
5: think an addict is appropriate she, as a how, caregiver. How
0: dare you? She's she just... I
5: point, at, I point at her arm. And she I believe up. that's illegal and a jail term. Is it not nurse?
0: Actually, I'm not sure that it is illegal. <laughs> no, not uh,
5: the 1920s. Do you, have a, do you have a license? I have a license to have that
0: material. Um, all right. So who's going Great blackmail. Who's going into the bathroom?
2: I am. Um, Steve, Steve's heading for the door. All right. Leo as well.
0: Sure. Stephen Leo, when you get to the door, Marilyn Sutton um, is lying in bed. she's tied to the bed um, by her wrists as if she were a uh, the way they do in some lunatic asylums. Uh, She's obviously just had the sheets changed, but uh, there are already black stains. Uh, As you take a step into the room, there is a crunching sound under your feet. And when you look down, there is a dead rabbit on the floor uh, that looks like it's been partially consumed. Not cooked. Not cooked. Yeah. All right. And when you see that, you see that there are other carcasses on the floor. Um, do a sanity roll. Uh oh.
3: Yeah, that's a fail. Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely a fail.
0: <laughs> I would like you to do a 1d4. Uh, oh, wait. Well, rather, um, I think that you understand exactly what you're seeing. Uh, yeah, 1d4 of sanity damage. Uh, Dr. Stamp, um, at this point, with the sound of noise and everything coming from the cabin, and uh, Achuk sees that they burst their way in, he immediately turns around and starts
1: running back to the, the lodge to the lodge yeah oh he's gonna try to get stewart um what are you doing i kind of run after him i have what are you doing
0: i have to get mr stewart
1: i thought that's the last thing you would want
0: in this situation he's not listening to you he's he's running back
1: yeah I'm just going to follow him, I guess. I, I'm not really the kind of guy who would, like, tackle him and try to stop him. So I'll just run after him to see what happens. All right. Um, and please, right. please call me professor. I, I never got my MD. All right. So
0: <laughs> you don't have your PhD?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't have that either. <laughs> ah. All right.
0: Uh, Let's do you for a moment. So Achak immediately runs back in and drops his coat by the door and heads towards uh, the offices. Um, uh, You are five feet behind him. Um, He knocks on Mr. Sutton's door. Mr. Sutton, Mr. Sutton. Uh, But there's no answer. Um, He pulls out a Master key, and he opens it, and uh, uh, the room is dark. And he's like, "Mr. Sutton, are you in here?" Uh, but there's no answer.
1: I just kind of follow him
0: now out of curiosity.
4: Um, if I saw a Stamp come through, I would drunkenly follow him.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're you're now following behind after after seeing this. happen.
4: Yeah. Very um, like, okay. I'm swaying around a bit.
0: Uh, he uh, backs up. And uh, closes the door and relocks it and uh, goes to the, uh, what would be like a a bedroom near next to it and uh, knocks on that. Mr. Sutton, Mr. Sutton, please. And uh, there is no response. And he looks at you and he's like, I don't understand. Where's Mr.
1: Sutton? I don't know. (laughs) I just got here.
4: Hey, what's what's going on?
1: Hey, Ricky, have you seen Mr. Sutton anywhere?
4: Um, you haven't no. seen him leave. You haven't nope.
0: seen him come out. No, I
4: haven't.
1: Maybe he's in Mr. Stroller's room. We should check there. You have the key, yes?
4: I don't think I saw him go up the stairs, but...
0: Um... Um... Archer pulls out his key, and... Uh, Opens Mr. Sutton's door and he looks inside, uh, but the lights are off and there's nobody in there. He's like, I, I don't understand. Where is Mr. Sutton? Why isn't he here? Where could he have gone? I don't
1: know. Is there a light?
0: Um, no, you don't have, a, do we have electricity. You see, we didn't have electricity. Probably not in that part lamps. of Maine. I'm guessing. Yeah, this is all kerosene lamps and stuff. So, unless you have a flashlight, um, uh, he's like, uh, he like, should uh, have a
1: lighter. I do I have, have a lighter. A, in fact, I have a lighter. And... Yeah, I have a trench lighter.
0: Um, well, if you if you do something like that and you look around, or even the light from the 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 out, outer area that's shining in, uh, you can see it's basically a bedroom. Um, mm-hmm. it's got, you know, a desk and, and it's, it's a, it's a suite. Um, but there's like
1: a kerosene lamp maybe on the desk or something.
0: Um, yeah, but is uh, it one
1: that you can pick up or is it mounted? It's,
0: it's one that you could pick up. So I'll try um, to light it. All right. But, uh, chuck is no, no, no. We shouldn't be in Mr. Sutton's room. Well, he could be in trouble. He may be hurt or something, but wait. he's not here. I don't understand.
4: Wait, what, uh, what? What's going on? Why why you have to miss sudden? What's actually going on? What the hell?
0: Um, I have to tell him that they're that they're bothering his sister in law.
4: Wait, she's here?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leo and Leo and Steve and Dr. Burke are, are visiting her at one of the cabins outside.
4: Oh, well well I I'll go to turn around, but I'm gonna trip over because I'm a little bit Gone at this moment in time. All right.
0: Um, at this point, you can tell that Achak is pretty much beside himself. He doesn't know which way to turn and what to do at this point. Um, he's baffled.
1: I don't know. I mean, could he? Is there another room he could be in?
0: Um, he walks over. There is a door leading out from Stewart's room. From yeah, from the suite. Um, he goes okay. over and he checks that and it's locked, but he opens up the door and he looks out and there is definitely a fresh um, set of uh, footprints going through the snow off into the woods.
1: Oh, he must have gone off into the woods. Let's find him.
0: He must be hunting. He could be anywhere out there. I don't know why he would go hunting so late, but um
1: well, Ricky um, and I will go see if we can find him, right, Ricky?
4: Yeah, I've got my gun with me. I got my gun. It's fine. I'll come with you. Let's go.
1: You better stay here and look after the guests, Achuk, You know, like we'll see if we can find Mister Sutton.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know what to do. So yeah, you pretty much can just walk past him and go out. Yeah. Um. I bring the kerosene lamp. All right. Um, I'll jump back to the others. Yeah. Right. Uh, Lying on the bed is Mrs. Mrs. Sutton, uh, Marilyn. Um, She's obviously extremely pregnant. Um, She seems uh, somewhat delirious. And. she looks over at you, and she's like, who are you people?
2: Marilyn, my name is Steve Carroll. I'm a private investigator hired by a Dr. Herod to look in and find you. Are you okay? Uh,
0: yeah, yes, I'm, I'm fine. What, what, what do you want, please? Well,
2: why are you tied up, Marilyn?
0: Um, the woman behind you. The, uh, the nurse, she says, she wanders. She uh, she gets up. She's a somnambulist. She gets up in the middle of the night, and we've we've caught her a number of times wandering out into the the snow, without any kind of protection.
2: Um, Thank you, nurse. Uh, that's that's fine. I'd like to hear from Marilyn.
0: Um, Marilyn begins singing some sort of little. It sounds like a nursery rhyme or something. You're pretty sure she's delirious. She's not really being very coherent. Uh, I'm gonna,
2: Doc, I think yeah. this is a job for you.
0: I'm going to do a,
5: an examination.
2: Uh, and I'm going to go kind of try to, I realize I'm the weaker of the two, but I'm going to try to force the nurse out of the bedroom and Ask her a few questions outside. All right.
5: Um I I think you should keep the nurse in here and ask her questions. Especially right. if she can push you out of the way. You don't want her running out of the cabin. Not okay. right now.
2: So nurse, I didn't catch your name.
0: It's it's Avery. Uh Avery Phillips. And um you people have no right. Being in here.
2: Avery, I'm, as I said, I'm a private investigator who was hired to find Marilyn Sutton and make sure that she was all right. So far, I've found a woman isolated in a small shack and tied up like an animal.
0: Ms. Could you Sutton, explain
2: that, uh, what that is all about?
0: As I told you, Miss Sutton is a wanderer. She is, uh, if we didn't have her uh, tied, she would get up in the middle of the night and wander off into the woods and probably freeze to death. Those stains don't look like
2: a normal pregnancy to me.
0: She has a very strange, she has a very rare condition that is causing her pregnancy to, we're not exactly sure.
2: So a cabin in the middle of the woods is the place to take care of her?
0: That's not my decision to make, that's Mr. Sutton's decision.
2: And where are you from exactly? Where did he hire you?
0: I'm from uh, Boston.
2: From Boston. And you're an actual nurse or?
0: Yes, I'm an actual nurse. How dare you? Mm. Did you go to school? Of course I went to school. Where did you go to school? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Brown uh, Medical School. In <laughs> Providence, Rhode Island. <clears throat> <That's like> <laughs>
2: So why are all these uh, dead animals lying around the room, nurse? That doesn't seem like normal prenatal care to me. She
0: she's she's becoming very upset. She says, "I don't see why we have to explain all of this to you." Um, Mrs. Sutton has a psychosis.
2: Oh, a psychosis. So it started with some na- some ambulance. And now it's a psychosis.
0: I didn't say it started with anything. I said that she is a very ill woman, as you can well see. And we're Uh taking care of her as best that we can.
2: Out here and not in a proper hospital. That seems odd.
0: It's not your decision to make. It's our decision. Uh Marilyn is fully aware of where she is. She knows that we're taking care of her and she agrees to it. So, uh, uh, Marilyn,
2: is that true?
0: Um, Marilyn, she's not really listening. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, Doctor Burke, do a medical. Um, you're you're only able to do. I mean, a cursory. Uh, they're not going to let you strip her naked.
5: Obviously, yes. Yeah. Um, but I can, I can check for a fetal heartbeat. I can check uh, for tracks on her arms. Okay. I can uh, check to see whether her eyes appear to be drugged versus... Like, psychotics uh, look very different than, than someone who's drugged. Yeah.
0: Um, her pupils are not dilated. She's not... She doesn't have any injection marks of any kind that you can
5: check check unusual sites for that the feet right. between the toes
0: yeah you don't you don't find anything like that um
5: is she able to speak to me
0: well what would you like to say to her what
5: would you like to are say? are you here are you here uh willingly would you like to be taken to a hospital and looked after
0: no, no, no. I'm fine, Joseph. I mean, uh, Stewart has has brought me here. Uh, he's hired a nurse. I'm fine. I want to. I'm be a here.
5: doctor, um, and much of what you're experiencing, or you appear to be, is beyond my medical expertise. A nurse is woefully unqualified to look after you. You could be on the verge of death.
0: Um, well, your medical examination, she doesn't seem to be on the verge of death. Um, her uh, her uh, body temperature does seem to be rather low, uh, but she seems to be rather vigorous. She doesn't seem to be weak in any way. Um, you wanted to listen for a heartbeat. a fetal heartbeat. heartbeat, a fetal heartbeat. What you hear is a rather unusually strong fetal heartbeat. But as you are listening, I like to say that the baby kicks, except that it kicks with a great deal of force, so much so that it surprises you. Do a sanity roll. You can almost see it through her skin. Inside.
5: I succeed, but uh, I just stand I, back.
0: <laughs> still, take, You'll take one point of damage. What the hell is that? Well, doctor, I thought you were a doctor. It's a baby.
5: Uh, not any baby I've seen that kicks like that. And bleeds green blood.
0: Um,
5: I think this woman needs to be taken to a hospital. At the very least. And if, as you say, she's psychotic,
0: perhaps a psychiatric facility. You need to talk to Mr. Sutton about this.
2: Well, that's just the person I'd like to talk to, um, Marilyn. You you mentioned Joseph. What happened to
5: Joseph?
0: Joseph died.
5: How did he die?
0: Stewart said that he committed suicide.
2: Uh, Stewart said.
5: And what do you think?
0: I don't know.
3: So, Ms. Sudden, would, would you be shocked to know that there's a possibility that your husband uh, was murdered?
0: Um, Avery says, why are you talking about this? You're going to upset the woman. Please, can't you see that she's ill? What kind of a doctor are you that you would subject a woman to this kind of an interrogation when she's so ill?
5: You are in a great deal of trouble, nurse.
0: So are you, doctor. You burst into a person's house against their will. Who do you think you are?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I,
5: pull
0: out, I pull out my ID
5: and show her the FBI ID. <laughs>
0: Do you have a warrant?
5: No, I don't.
0: Then you are breaking and entering, sir.
5: No, I'm investigating.
0: You cannot break into a person's house and investigate.
5: I didn't break in. You opened the door. I walked in. I did not push you, touch you. But I do recognize the track marks on your arm that show you're a drug user.
0: All right, let's go back back to the others for a moment. That's a good good little break. Um, All right, so you guys have gone out the back door, and uh, you are uh, following uh, the footprints. Uh, They're leading into the woods, uh, not in the direction of the cabin, but in another direction. Yeah. uh, you get to the tree line, and you can see that it's it's pretty damn dark inside the tree line.
1: Um, yeah. Do we really want to go after this guy, Ricky, or should we hey, move hey, back hey. To the, back to the cabin?
4: Hey, Professor. Don't worry, I got a gun. I'm going in there. Don't worry. But by the way, what I'm doing is kind of swaying it around like a (laughs) madman.
1: Maybe we should just go back to the cabin and see if they need any help. I don't really feel like walking off into the woods in the middle of the night. Are you a hunter, Ricky? Um, yes. Yeah, we're going to... Very own. Come on. I just checked to make sure. Achak didn't come out after us, right? He closed the door after we left. Right. I think he's
0: probably having a conniption. Not knowing what the okay. hell to do. Yeah,
1: I'll say come on this way, Ricky. I'll show you where the cabin is. And we'll loop around back over towards the cabin. Alright. I don't I don't like the idea of me and Ricky, <laughs> drunk Ricky, traipsing off into the dark woods after this uh, this man who's obviously what, a what uh hunter. Off. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I reluctantly followed.
0: <laughs> I think that Ricky is drunk enough, so I'm just gonna ask Professor Stamp, do a listen full?
1: No. Okay. I mean, I did the roll, but I failed. All right. How badly? I rolled an 88. My listens a 50. Oh,
0: okay. All
1: right. Yes. So, luck isn't going to help me.
0: All right. So you start heading back. Um, you're traipsing through the snow, and you can see now the light from the cabin, and uh, you can hear voices being raised in the towards the cabin. Like like shouting. Well, yeah, you think you hear a hurry up, then. husky woman's voice yelling out, and you hear um, sounds like maybe Doctor Burke. Yes, they could be in trouble. Her. Let's
1: like,
4: hurry. Maybe they're in I I, I just drunkenly bolted try to bolt ahead of Stamp waving my gun in the air a little bit.
0: All right. Uh so as you approach, uh you definitely can hear uh Doctor Burke and some woman yelling at each other. Um and uh, you notice that the door is not locked as you push it open. You have closed the door because it's freezing outside. Um, and you see pretty much as you walk in exactly what everybody else is seeing. There's dead animals on the floor and there's, well, in the room, you don't get that. What,
4: what the hell is going on in here?
0: Uh, you guys can both do sanity rules. Nope. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Roll intelligence rolls. And I think that, Ricky, you need to do that with a penalty dice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I made that one all right. No, I failed. Okay. Well, you didn't want, I mean, you wanted to do Yeah. You didn't want to yeah, make Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Dr. Stamp do a uh, 1d4, and uh, Ricky, you'll just take one point of
4: damage. Um, by the way, by taking one, I'm now 20% of my... Uh...
0: Okay. What'd you get, Dr. Stamp? I
1: took two points. Okay.
0: Um, and you see this, this argument going on between Dr. Burke and... Uh, She's telling him that uh, you have no warrant. What are you doing in here? Um, And she's making quite a bit of a ruckus. Uh, You see the condition of of Mrs. Uh, uh, Sutton, who seems to be somewhat oblivious to everything that's going on. What
4: the hell? She's tied. I I go to uh, try to untie her because I just see her tied up. And I go straight
1: to her, because I'm right. Yeah, she's uh, just an not a violent schizophrenic, right? She should be fine.
4: Well, sorry, Tom. Can I ask? Are
2: she tied up with like, um, uh, restra- like leather restraints that are have padding, or is it just rope?
0: Um, it looks more like uh, sort of it's sort of makeshift, like torn up sheets, maybe. Okay. Um, So that it's you know like not not cutting into her wrists. Um, the uh the story that she gets up in the middle of the night and it it looks like they were trying to be careful and not you know they're not cutting off. Not
2: restrained, yeah. But I mean, so
0: that she can't get out of bed. Right. Um, I think we need to go back to
5: one. Some of us need to go back alert the other guests, and get a car, and get this woman to a hospital.
0: Ian,
4: definitely, we need to look after this woman and go after Stuart. What do you mean, go after Stuart? Well, he apparently... Uh,
1: yeah, he's gone f- hunting f- again, f- apparently. Yeah. He's not in the lodge. In and, night hunting? Uh, yeah, his boot tracks lead off into the woods.
5: That's not at all su- suspicious.
3: I, I think before we run back to the lodge to grab the other folks there, we probably should try to get a little bit better handle about what's going on here. Um, just in case the folks in the lodge end up not being on our side, we're going to s- drastically change the uh, odds against us.
5: Well, we have Dr. Sutton, who is a murderer who's kidnapped his sister-in-law, who has her tied up when she has some sort of strange illness. Check the baby out if you feel like that. <laughs> and he's off in the woods with a rifle. <laughs> I'd rather take on the mobster.
3: <laughs> True. but but if he's out in the woods with a rifle and we're in here, that means it's a lot harder for him to shoot us.
2: <laughs> well. Certainly, I don't like the idea of leaving this poor woman just lying here tied up.
5: No. But right now, she's at least safe. She just needs... I, I mean, I don't think she should be left alone either, but I don't think we should untie her and move her. I, we don't... I, I'm prepared to take the nurse's opinion that she's psychotic. She's certainly not responding normally.
1: She's, she's psychotic? That's what... Why, well, she's why been, is she psychotic?
5: Well, she
2: hasn't been very responsive to us or all of us being here in the room and she's been singing to herself and mumbling. And
5: unless the nurse likes her meat really rare, she's eating, she's eating rabbits.
3: Killing rabbits. Steve, you want to see if we can... Talk to her any further? Get any more info from her?
1: Yeah. What, what's this all about, nurse? A gesture to one of the dead animals. Yeah. What's going on?
0: She's gotten out a number of times. She catches the animals and eats them.
1: And you just leave them lying around the floor. How many of these carcasses do there seem to be? They're here every morning when you get here. They're
0: sometimes here I can't in the afternoon.
1: You. You, you're not. You've um, gone mute. Yeah. There you
0: are. Can you hear me now? I can now yeah. All right, sorry. Um she catches them and, and 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 leaves the carcasses on the floor. Uh Hewitt would have cleaned them up. Uh Hewitt would have cleaned them up, uh except that you barged in here.
1: How many corpses do I see on the
0: floor, Tom? Three or four.
2: And why okay. why the hell is she eaten? Well, they brought in a brace of ponies a... from the hunting today, but you're saying she goes out into the woods in that condition and catches rabbits?
0: She she has a... Definitely a lack of iron in her diet. All of a sudden, there's a clump on the front porch of the, the cabin and the door slams open and uh, Mr. Sutton steps in and he says, what the hell is going on in here? Who are you people? Get the fuck out of this room. Oh, shit. And he, he lowers uh, his shotgun and points it at you. How dare you? Get out of here.
3: Well, Joseph, you're the one with a woman you said wasn't here tied to a bed with dead rabbits on the floor.
4: Hey, I'm just here to deliver a letter.
0: I'm Get here out. to deliver I'm Get here to deliver here. a letter. Get out of here now. Sutton,
2: you have some things to explain. I, I, maybe we should just, he's got a bigger gun.
0: You're you're trespassing. I'll blow your heads all off if you don't get out of here right now.
5: That's a
2: threat, Mr. Stewart.
0: That's my right. It's my property. Get the hell out of here.
5: You're pointing a rifle at a in federal investigator.
0: I'm pointing one at an intruder.
5: I show get him my out. badge. He you points are the pointing... gun
0: right at your head and he says, get the hell out of this guy oh, right now.
3: I'm, I'm...
4: I, I go out. I kind of I go out. All
2: right. I I am not clear if I am close enough to push the gun.
0: Oh, he looks like the kind of a person who could probably blow blow a, a fly off of your nose. I he's don't. Been hunting it's whole not body, his. So.
2: It's not his accuracy I'm concerned about. It's his reaction, and he's worked up.
0: He's extremely worked up. <clears throat> He might but, blow one of your heads off just accidentally.
4: Yeah, but by the way, I, I am still looking into the logs from the door. So.
0: <laughs> well, and he stepped aside from the door. Get
1: out. I'll go right behind Ricky because I'm not. I'm not a fighter. Yeah.
4: yeah. No, man, just put man. the shotgun down. Hand hands <coughs> up.
2: Now listen, Stuart, Nobody needs to get hurt here. This isn't uh, that we're just looking into whether or not Marilyn's all right.
0: Get out now or you will get hurt.
2: All right. Hands up. Move towards the door.
4: Hey, I was sent by her parents. I have a right to be here. You're still outside.
1: We're outside already. Shut up.
4: (laughs) I'm, I'm just talking to us.
1: Don't draw his attention to us.
4: Hey, I don't know. wait! Where, where even am I right now? Oh, so, uh, moving out to get outside
0: all in the
2: maneuvering room. room,
0: and he's giving you enough room to get out. Okay. Don't don't try anything. Get out. Yeah. Get back to the lodge. You'll be lucky if I don't throw you out in the snow.
3: Yeah. So, where where are we all now
0: in relation to him? Well, I'm I'm assuming that Steve has now walked through the door. Yeah.
1: Steve, Ricky, and I are all outside.
0: Uh, Aurelio.
3: So is is he turning to watch Steve leave, or
5: where? No, is his...
0: he's he's standing to watch you all get out, get out the door. Well, he can't watch all of us.
5: We're quite a distance apart from each other.
0: He's standing next. He's standing next to the door. You're going to have to go past him to get out.
5: We're in another room, are we not?
0: Not is he gonna... and where are you going to go? There's only the one way out.
5: Okay, I'm just wondering: is he? He started by pointing the gun at me. Is he still pointing at me, or is he pointing at the other people?
0: He's pointing at everybody in general. He doesn't look like he's really intending to shoot you, but he probably
3: will. So there's there's no room for me to get close to him or behind him
0: no you can't get behind him he's he's up against the he's got the cabin at his back the cabin wall um dr burke do a uh an idea roll mm-hmm. Uh, how do you do that, or what? Uh, it's the same oh. as uh, intelligence, I believe.
5: Okay, so I got a, a hard success. Okay.
0: Um, even though you're a federal officer, uh, the thing is, is that if he blows your head off on his property and you burst into his place without a warrant, the court will probably say, "Well, you could be a criminal too." So, and his. He could say his uh, sister-in-law was pregnant. She was ill. uh, There was no trespassing. Uh, You were told numerous times not to go in. Um, They probably wouldn't convict him. Am
5: I able to move in a way as I move towards the door? Am I able to move in a way that if he's following me, it's, he has, to, he has to look at me versus looking at Aurelio.
0: Can he's we separate look, he, the just? He's gonna definitely look at the closest person to you. And since you're the one arguing with him, probably you. Aurelio hasn't said anything to him though. No
5: okay, I'll put up my hand and start walking towards the door.
0: All right. So, uh, Leo. Uh I will call it an opportunity. Uh, do a luck roll. And I'm not saying that you're doing anything yet. I'm just saying that you'll have an opportunity if you want to do something. So sadly, I fail
3: <laughs> thirty two to twenty five
0: yeah he's he's <clears throat> he's pretty agitated and nervous. You think that if you tried to grab the gun, He may very well pull the trigger. And he's pointing it right at Doctor Burke.
5: And I don't have any sense of being able to grab it.
0: Well, you're the close you're actually probably within the barrel is probably within grasping distance, but you'd be grabbing it. It would be pointing at you.
5: No, I'll wait for a better tactical thing. I'm gonna go out the door. All right. Aurelio, you should Come with us.
0: All right. So you're going Leo
2: outside. I've taken out my gun and cocked it.
5: Okay. So if I step out and I see his gun out, I'm going to step to the other side of the door.
3: So I'm going to talk to try to talk to Stuart and, uh, and kind of appeal to him that, you know, we were, we were sent by his brother's doctor um, to look after the family since the brother was uh, dead.
0: Um, he looks at you rather sternly, uh, and he doesn't say anything in response, but he motions for you to get out.
3: And and we want to, we, we, we don't want to cause you any more trouble than obviously you're you're upset right now, but you know, we, we just want to do what we were sent out to do. We want to make sure that you and Marilyn are all right. I mean, the, the rabbits are a little disturbing. You know, Steve and I know a lot of people, if there's if there's a problem,
0: you know,
3: maybe there's something we can help work out for you.
0: Out. Um, he, he's not gonna, he doesn't seem like he's going to negotiate. Do it, do us persuade roll. It's not a persuade roll, but yeah, persuade roll work.
3: Uh, so I, I fail that one, unless I can throw a lot of luck at it.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. He wants you out. Uh, he's going to resort to grabbing you and throwing you out if, if you give, make him an, wait another second or two.
3: So I, you know, I look at him and tell him that yeah, that's I. Uh, you know, I, I I get it, but are you, are you you know are you are you sure? There's there's a lot of smart guys here. We have a lawyer with us. I mean, there's there's a lot we can help you with.
0: Um, so he reaches out with one hand. He's still got the gun pointed at you. And he's gonna grab you and force you towards the door.
3: Okay. Which is perfect. So as he grabs me and as he pulls, I'm gonna join with his pull. So I basically check in body check into him.
0: Okay. You're gonna to try to what are you trying to do?
3: I'm basically trying to just knock him off balance. Since Steve already has his gun cocked, he can either if he's close enough, he can either um uh, put the gun to his temple, or or show him he's in trouble. I'm,
2: I'm outside. You're inside the.
3: Yeah. Oh, then my best bet, my best bet is that I can use that momentum to kind of knock him down.
1: Right. You're doing a little reverse Aikido there, yeah.
3: Basically. Yeah. Basically. So I'm taking the momentum from his his pulling me and going with it and adding to it, kind of knock him off balance. All right.
0: I think though, because he is ready for you to try something, you're not really going to surprise him, but you're trying to to do a maneuver on him, which is uh, a brawl. So go ahead and uh, pull your brawl.
3: (laughs) Great reaction. That is a uh, pass I made it. Uh, what did you, uh, how by how? I much? got it. Uh let's see my brawl is uh I mean is it a
0: regular five? or a... 12 over
3: 5 so it's I got a 13 oh, and that's pretty pretty He hard. got a 9.
0: So you got you got uh an is that an extreme for you? Uh
3: it's 12 over 5 so
0: yeah.
3: I guess no right cuz it would have to be below 12 right? Right. Um, so I guess it's just a normal pass
0: let's, let's just call it a stalemate you try to push against him and, and do something and he it's like pushing against a brick wall um, he doesn't shoot you but uh, he says I said don't try anything and he, he uses the advantage to sort of shove you closer to the door and uh, get out I think he's kind of by now pushed you out the door. <laughs>
3: all right. So, are we at a point now where Steve you can get a beat on him?
0: Am, I, am oh, I at least clear of him? I.
2: I'm guessing you're in the doorway, yeah. Huh?
0: Yeah. Well, he's come out the door.
2: He's yeah. come out the door. So. Uh, I,
0: I, I got my. the door
5: at all? I'm sorry. What was that? Does he come out the door and pushing him out? Not at I'm on time. the other side of the door. Have I got room to put a gun to his head?
0: Um, not yet. Hold on. Let he's so he's uh, so back to Steve.
2: The the web- one no, so I I was picturing myself outside the light coming in you know, out of the doorway and gun out, but not like up and pointing at anybody. I'm just kind of waiting to see where
3: this is going. So I would think that I've worked with Steve long enough to know in a situation like this, what I'm going to want to do is make sure I'm not in his line of sight because I'm going to assume <laughs> if I'm in trouble, he's going to draw. Yeah. So uh, so if, if Stuart pushes me out of the door, I'm going to take that moment to get, you know, spot and make sure that I'm not in his line of sight.
0: Yeah. So what he does is so after he's pushed Leo out uh, and uh, dr. Burke's on one side of the door and Steve you're there uh, you've got your gun and Ricky is sort of pointing his gun at all of you um, <laughs> um, of oh, he, as he's as he shoved <laughs> as he shoved Leo out the door uh, he steps forward and rather amazingly he comes out the door with Leo and turns his back to all of you and you see him lock the door and uh, what do you do as he's locking the door i still got the, the
1: I'm staying hand. behind Ricky because I don't want him to fucking shoot me
0: I grab my
2: sap and I uh, strike him.
0: I'm sorry, you do what?
2: I, I have a blackjack, a sap.
0: Uh, you had it out?
2: No, I'll reach and grab it, but when he turns his back to me, that looks like a perfect moment to, or oh, I'll just use the hilt of my gun to give him a love tap on the back of the head.
5: All right. There's uh, the gun pointed?
2: Well, he's, he's facing the door. He's got his back to us. He's well, yeah. he's door. door so.
5: Most people have a gun in their good hand. If he's going to lock that door, he's got to transfer the gun to his bad hand.
0: Yeah, kind
3: yeah. of. So, that, would, that, would that would give Steve even more time to cold clock
0: him. Uh, yeah, uh, man. I'm going to put a gun right to his head and say, drop the fucking gun now. Dr. Burke, do a psych psych roll on him. Yep. Um,
5: The second one. Okay.
0: He seems in that moment like a man who is angry because people have trespassed, not so much as a crazy man who's going to try to kill you or anything like that. Um, The fact that he turned his back to lock the door is probably indicates that he's far less threatening than an angry man would be in this situation. That's
5: very nice. He pointed a shotgun at my head. There's a gun next to his head saying drop the fucking shotgun or else.
0: All right. So, Doctor, I mean, sorry, uh, Steve. Yeah. Uh, go if ahead. You want to hit a, him? Go ahead. Go ahead and do a brawl, roll. Well, he already said that he was going. Yeah. Out, so he's going to.
2: Oh, and that's a fail. Okay.
0: Um, you hit him, uh, but your it glances off his head and hits him on the shoulder, and uh, uh, he reacts to it, and he says, "What the hell?" He says get back to the lodge. Uh, he completely ignores Dr. Burke's gun pointed at him. It's almost as if it's an annoyance. He says, get, get back to the goddamn lodge. And it looks like he's going with you. <laughs> whoa.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, uh, Stuart. Stuart. But I don't think I'll be spending the night in your lodge.
0: Where the fuck else are you going to spend it? In the snow?
2: Yeah. Uh, I think we need to get Maryland to a hospital.
0: You can't get Maryland to a hospital. You Why can't not? Well, how are you going to get there? There's four feet of snow on the ground. Uh huh. There's the carvings. The They're buried in the snow. There's no this way you can untenable. get there.
4: untenable here. Why don't we all just go back and get a drink?
0: Just mind your own goddamn business. Get back to the lodge. You're going to freeze to death out here.
2: Marilyn is our business, Mr. Marilyn
0: is my business. You're no relative of hers.
4: Well, well but we uh, were hired to find her. Actually, you
0: now get, actually
4: get out here. I'm here to bring a letter to her from her family.
0: The fucking lot. No, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> no, I, 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 hey, I, I am. am go- get a gun.
5: I'm shooting him.
4: I am going okay. to I the lodge. Yeah, I just you say it to, to him.
0: You're really? going to shoot him?
5: If if he raises the gun, yes.
0: Oh. Technically, be murder. <laughs> well,
2: of no. a murderer.
5: He's pointed a gun at me. He's put a federal officer in danger. I can defend myself. You've
0: trespassed on his property.
5: I'm, about I'm investigating. To in I guarantee. I, I'm pretty sure my credentials would uh, would get me through it. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to kill him, but he's not going to go around pointing a gun at people.
4: Hey, why don't we all just go back? So Leo,
3: Leo calls. And call Leo calls Stewart's attention and points out to him and says to him, "So, you uh, you realize your brother was murdered, right?"
0: I'm not talking to you about this in the fucking snow. Get back to the lodge.
3: All right. Right after you, sir.
0: Right after you hand us the shotgun. I can hand you my fucking shotgun. And he just starts traipsing back towards the the, the lodge, ignoring you all.
4: Guys, just sit down. He clearly will just sit down and let us have a chat or something. No, go back. He's walking, we'll follow.
2: Alertly. Well, except Ricky, who is obviously not alert, but the rest of us will be... cooking here. needs bedtime. Watching. I'm just
4: chatting a load of shit, to be honest. <laughs> All
0: right. So, uh, you can so, see he's not beating around the bush. He's, he's angrily marching back. To the, uh, yeah. And completely un, 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 unperturbed by any of you, except for the fact that you... He's angry, actually.
2: There is something very wrong going on here. But, you mean the
5: way
3: that. Um, you think? <laughs> you mean the way that
2: he's the one with the gun,
3: but he's walking ahead of us? Yeah.
2: Well, but he's he's behaving the way an angry innkeeper would act when somebody went into the, you know, forbidden zone. The wine cellar. Yeah, the, this is not. He's, he, he's ignoring any threats that we have
4: thrown at him. So what's he more afraid of than us? Right. And, and why did he go late
3: night hunting? So what do you think we can do? Because we're sitting here following well, him back to the we're lodge. We're
2: following him back into the lodge. We need to get back into where it's warm and I need to sit and down. see how this plays out.
0: Yeah. I'll have you all do constitution. It's pretty good, and you're excited and angry and drunk. Well, I not, got a not heart stress
1: on that too. So. Yeah,
2: I, I got, a, I got a ninety-nine. I, I, I Hypothermia has set in.
0: Yeah, I think. Oh. I mean, oh, who who passed?
2: Steve did. All right.
0: Those I did years well. past. I think that you are uh, angry and invigorated enough that you're not really noticing how cold it is. Uh, 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 Leo, you fail. How badly?
3: Oh, pretty bad. I got 96. Okay. Oh. Yeah.
0: Um Cubans you are not for cold. You and Ricky are last. You're in the back. And. I would like, since Ricky is still drunk, um, uh, Leo, I would like you to do a spot-hidden roll.
3: Failed.
0: Okay. Failed hard. Um, well, What you do notice is that Ricky is stumbling pretty bad in the snow. Um, Maybe he's drunk, but he's also not doing too well. Um, The fact that he's been drinking, his blood's pretty thin. Um, He could be freezing to death just in the short walk back. Um do you wanna do anything about that or I mean you yourself are freezing. You might be getting frostbite.
3: Yeah, but frostbite's uh, it's better than dead, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take off my jacket and, and, and put it around Ricky, make sure he's if we're you know, if we both get back in bad shape, that's better than one of us getting back dead.
0: All right. Well we'll say that when that happens, you both take one point of damage because you took off your jacket. We are drunk um all right no oh, thank you thank you. you get back um uh you walk up onto the porch he walks up onto the porch first uh he opens the door rather forcefully and uh goes through and as he does he stomps the snow off of his feet uh, inside the door in the uh, there's always like a little mud room um he stomps his feet up and he hangs up his jacket and uh, heads into the launch just ahead of you. By now, there's Does nobody. Does not put away.
2: the gun away?
0: Well, he's got it with him. Uh, looks like he might be heading over to where the gun rack is.
2: Right. So I'll pocket mine as I'm pounding off the snow off my
3: boots. I, I forgot to mention. As sorry before, as I handed uh, Ricky my coat, I I put my gun in my pocket, not to give Ricky another gun to wave around. Okay.
0: Um, I
4: will eventually probably drunk it. I will probably put it away slowly when I get a chance.
0: Uh You can see him walk over and put uh, the gun into the uh, the cabinet and uh, and relock the cabinet, and then he steps over uh, to the brandy, and he pours himself a, a glass, a rather large glass of brandy, while he's sort of doing this, where you whacked him with the kosh, and uh, takes a drink, and he goes over and he sits down next to the fire.
2: So I'm going to take my coat off and join him
3: at the fire. Leo's going to help Ricky over to the fire and, and casually take Ricky's gun and put it in, in, uh, in Leo's waistband as we walk over there. Um, can
4: someone get me some water? Anything?
0: Yeah, you can get
1: it. I'll get him some water.
0: Oh, uh, you notice Achuk is now running around doing whatever he can to help you guys and looking extremely apologetic at Mr. Sutton.
5: Mr.
0: Sutton's not I'm, talking to him right now.
5: I'm gonna stay at the door. I wanna keep an eye out on that cabin. And
0: Hewitt, by I, the way, Hewitt, Hewitt has by the way has come back and she she yeah. left while this was all going on.
5: I just wanna keep an eye on the forest out there, the woods.
2: Okay. And I want to keep an eye, a very close eye on on Stuart.
0: Oh, you can tell that he's very red, so he was very angry. Um, I want
1: to keep a close eye on the brandy.
0: The brandy. Do a spot hidden on the brandy.
1: Who? Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's nothing special about the brandy. Good, I pour myself a, a, a large glass of it, and I bring a glass of water over to Ricky. All
0: right. okay, thank you, thank
1: you. This is awkward. I just uh, take a good swig of brandy.
3: So, Stuart, considering we all just had a Mexican standoff and nearly all shot each other, you, uh,
0: you don't seem to notice that we're even here. You people have no right to be here. You weren't invited.
2: No, we were sent by a concerned doctor to check on Marilyn. And parents tied up in the other in, in that cabin. So Stuart, I think, you know, just in the interest of her safety, what's going on here?
3: Not to mention that, you know, it does seem that your brother shot himself with the hand that's missing, right?
0: None of this is any of your business. I don't have any reason why I need to talk to you about any of this. You're a guest in my house.
4: But if she's unwell, I have to tell her parents why. What's actually going on?
3: Not to mention that you made our business the moment you drew on us.
4: So it is my it's my business when I'm in a better state.
0: Um we'll do another persuade roll.
3: And failed terribly again. How are you ever gonna pass a roll? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you this is not my night. Yes.
0: Um he says, Look, I don't know what you think you know. But you don't know what you you don't know what you're dealing with here.
4: So tell I would like to know.
1: Does it have anything to do with um... A, an Algonquin sorcerer named Nisquamish.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. I says, or he says, uh, look. He stands up. Uh, he goes over to the fireplace. He's leaning on on the mantle, and he's sort of looking into the fire. And he says. Things that were going on between Joseph and Marilyn were not that good.
3: They were tie your sister-in-law to a bed and feed her rabbits not good?
0: Like I say, you don't know what you're talking about. Then explain it to us. Yeah, we don't really have to know. I'm trying to, but you keep interrupting me. Let him speak, guys. Let him speak. Marilyn suffers from a psychosis. For some reason, she wants to go out into the cold. Uh, This this was going on long before uh, we came here. Joseph was trying to deal with it, but he wasn't dealing with it very well. She began catching small animals, and then she began refusing to eat anything but live animals that she could kill herself. She was pregnant with Joseph's child and the psychosis just continued. And it ended with Joseph and he stops.
4: And it ended with Joseph.
0: I had to write the note and make it look like a suicide.
3: So you shot him?
0: I didn't shoot him. She did. Marilyn shot him. And he, uh, he turns away and he takes a big drink of his brandy. You don't want her locked up.
5: Do you want her alive?
0: Uh, he, he walks over and he's looking out the window.
5: I'm a medical doctor. What's going on inside of her is not normal or
0: safe. People have been having babies, women have been having babies since the beginning of time without the assistance of doctors. Not
5: this kind of baby, sir.
0: What kind of baby? What do you think you're talking about?
5: She's bleeding green ichor, and the child kicked hard enough to knock my hand off it. That is not normal. She's very cold. She's below normal body temperature. She is in danger. I respect what you've said as a story, but it shows that you care about her. So take it that extra step and let's look after her. Something's going on. Private sanitariums, you looking after her. Yes, are you aware your nurse is an addict?
0: What do you think we could do for her out here?
5: I can get you people who will come out here.
0: Nobody can get in and out of here right now. We're going to be snowed in for weeks. Then bring her up here where she can be looked after at least. She has a private... I can't can't inflict any of this on my guests. She's perfectly safe in that cabin. The nurse is watching after her. The nurse is an addict. A lot of people are addicts. That doesn't mean that she's not an adequate nurse. She's doing just fine.
5: She's not doing just fine. Neither is your sister-in-law. You obviously care about her. Look, it's none of your
3: business anyway. Stuart, do you know that your brother's doctor was also murdered?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. A cycle. All of us? No, whoever said that? Leo.
3: Yeah, I didn't pass that.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is ridiculous.
0: Uh. I need new dice. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Dr. Burke, do a psych roll. Yep. Hard success. You strongly suspect that when he was asked about the doctor and said that he didn't know anything about that, that he might have, but it's subtle. And if it's true, that makes him extremely dangerous. Look, hopefully the weather will break in the next couple of days. If you really feel that she needs to be taken to hospital care, I'll drive you there myself.
2: Well, that's something. Would you mind if uh, periodically the doctor checks on her as well while we're here?
0: I don't think that that's too much of a problem, but only the doctor. Okay. Okay. Psych rule on
5: that.
4: I Um, will need to speak to her.
0: Uh, uh Dr. Burke's yeah, due to, to cycle. Success.
5: Success in the second one.
0: You get the you get the impression that he has contingencies for this. He has what? He has contingencies for this. He's making plans. Mm. It seems like it's stalling. I think we should take your
5: car and go tonight.
0: You're welcome to try if you can dig it out from six feet under the snow. Not take too long. I think we
4: should just sleep on it, guys. Deal within the morning. Nope.
0: Besides, didn't you say your car was blocking the way?
2: That's a now question. Is just how away. far off the road was the car after Ricky finally got got the better of the steering?
0: Pretty much. Right. I think <laughs> it,
4: it, yeah, it it blocks the road if I'm wrong.
3: So Stuart, in the meantime, how are we going to handle this? Because we we can't just spend the rest of our time here pointing guns at each other every time we need to. All the
2: guns are away. All the guns are away right now. Everybody's talking sensibly. We're going to be able to check on Maryland in the morning.
1: More uh,
4: brandy. Yeah. I've had had enough.
3: So we can we can remain civil then, Stuart?
0: If you don't mind, I've had enough of this. I'm going to bed. We can talk more in the morning.
5: Okay. Have a good night. Well, I I,
4: I saddle
5: over to Steve and tell him my impression. Just kind of whisper to him.
2: Yeah. Well, I I think that that contingencies are a good idea at this point. I would say we uh, at the very least keep a watch out on the second floor. So, one Is Stuart gone now? He's gone to bed? He's gone to bed.
0: Uh, yeah, he's, he walks out of the room not quite as loudly or as uh, angrily.
3: As so before. we can speak freely now, right, amongst House? Uh, yeah,
0: you're you're alone in the, the central.
3: So how soon before we go back to that cabin?
2: No, I think we we go to bed. And <laughs> We leave. We set up a watch, stay up a,
3: at least one of us awake all the time.
1: That is a <laughs> terrifying man. What's to say he doesn't just kill us all in our sleep?
3: Not to mention, it feels like he's stalling us for something. Well, we should just play along for
4: now. Honestly, I need sleep anyway, so.
5: Are we forgetting that something quite beyond normal froze Dr. Harrit? Not at all. No. but I don't think sitting around waiting for a mundane answer to this is the best solution. I want to be
3: able to see what's in
5: his office.
3: Well, Dr. Burke, did you notice anything when I, when I asked him about, the, about his brother's doctor being murdered?
5: Uh, yeah, he seems to know something about it.
0: Yeah, he. It seemed like he feigned surprise. He wasn't really surprised,
5: which means he's plotting along the same lines of letting me be the only one who goes out to the cabin.
3: Yeah, at the very least, he knew. Doc, at the very least, he knew Doctor Harrod was was murdered, if not by what or whom.
5: But if he knew that, he knew what and whom, and somehow. He thinks he can control whatever that is.
2: It's certainly an interesting story. And the way he was telling it to suggest that there was something going on between Joseph and Marilyn. And then it was her that shot. Joseph, that's an interesting twist, and not totally unbelievable given how incoherent she was.
5: No, but this this man has more money than God. Okay, he's got a, 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 a he's got lots and lots of cash, and yet he's hired a drug addicted nurse. That I don't know. Does- I, 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 we don't do that accidentally.
2: I don't think he would have been keeping this many guests if he was that flush with cash. If he wanted to just live off the money, that's one thing. But he's got paying guests for a reason.
5: It's not that expensive to hire a nurse these days. Right. Why would you settle for a nurse who clearly has as many problems as that woman has?
2: Because she's perhaps because of the... checking on a weird, weird situation. That's not. That's not. Those aren't blood stains.
5: I know. So the so nurse is either knows perfectly well
3: that there's something strange going on. So either the nurse he is can easy find to... out what the hell is going on, and that lies in his office. So the nurse is either easy to control because of her addiction, or this is why she has the addiction. Well.
4: Mm. Isn't he going hunt He'll go hunting again in the morning. So. Well, maybe not now. Well, someone can convince him, maybe.
1: He's supposed to go hunting with uh, Steve and Leo in the morning.
4: Maybe you two can and convince two
1: guys. him.
4: Well, maybe tomorrow in the morning you can try to convince him some more. And I then- think
5: being out in the woods with, with uh, Mr. Stanhope, or whatever his name is there, uh, with guns wouldn't be... Uh, a very healthy principle for you, Steve. Get him out the house. I don't think he's the most, I don't think he thinks he's the most dangerous thing that we're facing.
3: And that's the worrisome part. Yes. You need to
5: know what he thinks we're facing or what we are facing.
3: He was mad annoyed with us but he wasn't afraid of us. Right.
1: Exactly, and that's why I'm telling you that is a terrifying man. I mean, four of you had guns and he wasn't the slightest bit worried about you.
3: I think we should definitely sleep in shifts tonight.
5: I think we should go and find out what's in that office first.
4: Nobody yeah, sleeps near his office. They're in the same...
5: No, he sleeps in a bedroom. Well, they're, oh, they're yeah, right next, next to
0: each other. But it's right near it. It's part of the suite.
4: That's why hunting tomorrow, you could then slip in. That
1: would probably be the best opportunity.
4: That's what I was trying to get at. I might be a little bit gone, but... Better do it then than now. I'll take first shift. And Leo, leave my gun in my room, please.
5: I know Call me crazy, gonna... but I'd like to just take a little meander out back and see if the cars are actually buried.
0: Okay. Um, and the rest of you, who's uh, Dr. Uh, I'm sorry, Steve, you're gonna stay sitting next to the fire
2: Well, uh, actually, I was going to set up a chair upstairs on the.
0: Oh, on the landing.
2: On the landing. Now,
0: realized it from downstairs in front of the fire, you can look up and see the whole.
2: Right. uh, All the rooms. All the way
0: around, right.
2: Somebody listening could probably very easily hear us talking right now.
0: Not necessarily. The door. This isn't cheaply built, so the doors are probably pretty damn thick.
2: Okay. But somebody standing on the uh, on the railing on the, be- the railing could hear, and that would be a better vantage point to stand guard than being next to the fire. Okay. Well, I'm going to bed. But uh, Leo, i uh, I I will be by the front door if Burke is going to go outside. I'm not going with him. I'm just he is welcome to go out there,
5: but I'm going to. St- Keep an eye How far out. do I have to go to see what I want to see?
0: Uh, you'd have to go down the steps and around the side. Um, so maybe 30 feet.
5: But I don't have to go outside, outside of the house.
0: Yeah, you'd have to go outside.
5: No, out, out of sight of the house.
0: Oh, no, no. You should stay right near that, the place.
5: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go take a look.
0: All right. And the rest of you are going to bed, uh, Leo and uh, Dr. Stamp. I mean, uh, Professor Stamp.
1: Yeah, I think I was bunking with Ricky here, wasn't I? Or rooming with Ricky?
0: Okay.
4: Yeah. Can, and I'll go to Leo, leave my gun in my room, just on the side.
3: No problem. Leo's going to spend a little more time near the fire since he uh, nearly froze to death. I'll give, it the, I'll give it to Stamp. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold on to it. I'll give it to you in the morning.
1: What if we need it tonight?
3: Yeah, that's why I'm saying put it on. I don't, Give think, it stamp and... I don't think Ricky could hit the broad side of a barn right now. And, and Professor Stamp, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're not too comfortable with firearms. Oh, no, um, no, no, no. no. So, yeah. well, but Steve is Steve's keeping first watch. I'll keep second watch. So we'll, we'll know if anyone's heading towards your room.
4: Well, if you keep in it, just look after my gun, please.
3: I'll it's, shoot it.
1: Like it's my very own.
4: special to me.
1: Jesus, Ricky, it's just a gun.
4: It's, it's a bit more of an again, but yeah.
0: All right. So, let's uh, say that you go upstairs, Ricky. Uh, you get ready and climb into bed and almost instantly. <laughs> yeah. Sure. you're drunk. Um, Professor Stamp, uh, you're getting ready for bed not so quickly. Uh, you're, you're nervous. Um, <coughs> but you're also exhausted. Yeah, and as you are uh, getting ready for to go to sleep, um, you can hear the wind pick up outside. It sort of whistles around the corners of the house, and um, uh, you've probably turned the light. You have turned the, the lamp down. Um, uh, you can see flurries of snow going by the window. Um, uh, Leo, you're in front of the fire still. Um, you don't really notice anything in particular. Um, the fire is crackling, but it's, it's burning low. because it, It'll eventually burn low enough that uh, they will have to restart it. Not, not restart it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, there's probably wood nearby. Uh, yeah, there's wood nearby if you wanted to restoke it.
3: So I'll probably do that.
0: Um, Steve, you have set a chair up. Uh, next to the balcony upstairs, uh, you can pretty much see all of the rooms all the way around.
2: Yeah, well I'm, I'm, I'm standing by the front door and the windows there while Burke goes outside.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, Burke, mm-hmm. uh, you go outside and you have to kind of trudge through the snow. You can feel that the wind has come up a little bit on their little light flurries of snow uh, that are falling. Um, It's very cold, you've bundled up. Um, First of all, do a listen, Paul. Yep, listen. As you are, uh, as you are coming around the side of the building uh, you can definitely see mounds of snow where the cars are. Um, they were perhaps a little less buried when you were first arriving, but now there's little bits of snow have, have pretty much. Completed. Does
5: there seem to be an equal number of lumps?
0: Yeah, you'd think there's maybe three, three lumps. Um, and you, you, uh, when the air is really cold. And uh, and crisp. Uh, sound travels very, very well. And you hear something crunching in the snow off to your right in the woods. and you look over, do a spot hidden. Form for me.
5: Yes, not by much, but I made it
0: you catch a glimpse of something moving in the trees and you're not sure what it was at first uh, but then you see the silhouette against the very, very slight glow thing of antlers like a like a moose or a big deer, maybe an elk and you can't see any details um but it seems to you like they're way too high above the ground you know like expect a moose's antlers to be you know maybe six feet above the ground but these are higher than that like maybe nine feet and something moves out from behind well it, it moves from tree to tree and when it does you can see that it's vaguely humanoid And terrifying-looking, whatever it is, it's not a deer, it's not on all fours, but it has huge antlers. Do a sanity roll. Yep. Um, still want you to do one d4, okay? Of of damage. Can really? somebody roll that? I only have my twenty. Actually, do a do an intelligence roll first. Okay. I succeeded. Okay. Um, Yeah. Now you can do the 1d4. Uh, I
2: rolled a 2 for you. Thank you.
0: All you can think of in that moment is Wendigo from all the legends and from all the stories. That's what you think and you're fucking terrified. So I think that you're going to hightail it back into into the place. Okay. Yes.
5: Can I, can I ask for one thing first? Sure.
0: Can I see his window? Whose window? Sutton's. Sutton's? No, not from here. Not this side. No of the place. Okay. All um, right. All right. So uh, I run past Steve
5: and say, Monster. <laughs> fucking monster. Big come fucking on. monster.
2: Come on. Dr. Burke, come on. Let's go by the fire. No. Settle big down. fucking monster. Settle
3: down. Slow down. Slow down. Did you see?
0: You can see he's visibly
3: shaking. Yes. <laughs> la. la, la, la. <laughs> I was going to go to the
2: drink tray. So, In the dark, cold woods, you saw a monster.
5: Oh, it stepped out of the woods.
2: Like near the cat lodge
5: well the clearing coming towards the lodge
0: it was only a silhouette and it moved from tree to tree it was was still in oh i thought you said it stepped out where i could see it as an antler just just moved you could see the shape of it moving okay A, a bipedal deer all right
2: i step out onto the porch and look do i see the same thing
0: you don't see anything
2: Okay, I go back in. Come on, doctor. I think it's time for you to get some rest.
5: Yeah, just a second. I'm going to go down the hallway next to his door and put my ear against it. Okay, you don't hear anything. No? Yeah,
2: time for bed. You're overwrought.
0: Okay. Leo, do a spot-hidden rule for me.
3: Oh, no. Dramatic pause. Sorry. Yeah, so um, I'm going to use uh, a couple points of... Uh, how much luck can I use, by the way?
0: You can use as much as you want. than so, uh, I got a 40, I got a 43.
3: Um, so, I'm going to use uh spot hidden. I'm going to use uh, I guess it's 43. Yeah. I'll use three points of luck for me to a 40.
0: Okay. As, as, as that, that's going on, um, you happen to glance over at one of the windows uh, just nervously because of the creepy story that he's telling. and for just a moment you think you can see a face at the window looking in that doesn't look human at all It uh, it's blue and it's hairy and it's eyes and in the moment that you see it, you you blink your eyes and it's not there anymore. Uh, You can also do a sanity roll. I failed that pretty hard. (laughs) Uh, Do an intelligence roll.
3: Um So I just made that.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the one that you don't want to make. <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, of course. <laughs> 1 D4 of sanity damage.:
3: Ah, uh, nice walking three points.
0: Yeah, I think at that point, you're going to gasp out loud. When you see it at least, and, and probably jump an inch off the floor.
3: That sounds fair. <laughs> All right, Leo, what's going on? Uh, I'd say this sounds crazy, but I don't think I can use that phrase anymore. I could swear when I was looking out the window, I just saw something. It was blue, it wasn't human looking, um, but as soon as I blinked, it disappeared. Well, so, let's uh, head over to that window. Let's look out. It, it, it could still be the cold getting
2: tracks too. in the snow. Anything right there? I mean, I'm looking out the window.
0: Um. Maybe. I mean, you can see out the window, the light's not very bright going out the window, but you don't know if that's just from other people walking back and forth all day, that the snow is disturbed there. You can also see now that the... uh, It was starting to flurry though, right? Yeah, you can now see that the snow is coming down rather hard.
3: So stuff from earlier in the day might have already been... Right. Well... It that veranda, that
2: veranda is covered or not?
0: It is partly covered, yeah. It's
2: okay, and there's no giant blue furry shape out there.
0: You don't see it, but do a spot hidden,
2: definitely not
0: fail. I don't see anything, just the dark. And with the, and with the light behind you, it's even harder to see out the, window, out the window. Yeah. All
2: right, Leo, I think it's your turn to take some, get some shut eye.
3: I think outside our door. I think after that, it might, might be a good idea. <laughs>
0: All right. I think and that I'll... might actually be a good spot to, to break with you guys hanging.
1: No. (laughs) That's
2: why they call it a cliffhanger. (laughs) Thank God I'm asleep.
0: (laughs) Uh, Let's see, our players uh, included uh, John Lemon, Ian Christensen, John Hicks, Michael Rodriguez and Josh Harwood with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with musical sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows, free, you to download from the podcast or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, visit our Patreon account. It's a dollar for a month. It helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. Leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering the questions in might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H. P. Lovecraft and the hall of Cthulhu role playing game. Until next time, good luck, good games.